And uh, yeah, so the, but the guilt was a, a big thing. I remember feeling guilty about things I couldn't find in the Bible as being sinful. And that really bothered me. Just like, why do I feel this way? I'm not supposed to feel this way. And some people would be like, oh, it's the devil. Uh-huh. The devil's making you feel that way. I go, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, it's a, it's a big pot of emotion. There's a lot of ingredients in, in the complexity of my thoughts. Um, but yeah, I, I just didn't want to keep going because first off, I, this always, my wife didn't like this when I told her this. I go, I don't want to go to church because they got a problem with gay people. And if they don't have a problem with gay people, they're not reading the Bible. So they're not a good church. <laughs> Which is, 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 <laughs> the, the first I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a very keen observation. They yeah. Go, yeah. And if they, they don't, it's such a funny follow up. Is there either bad, they're either homophobic or they're bad Christians. Either bad people or bad Christians. Right. It's, it's it, it, I mean, I, I guess that's fair. Is like, yeah, if you, you, you should, you're an all or nothing guy. I really am. So you, you, you don't feel comfortable identifying as something if that's not what, if yeah. you're not 100% that thing. Yeah, I can't call myself a Christian because I'm not, because I curse and I and I right. smoke weed sometimes and I drink, you know, to right. get drunk sometimes. Oh, <laughs> can you believe it? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's so I can't call myself a Christian. Hey everybody, welcome to Leaving the Tribe. Sorry for the poor part of the intro. Uh, I had to do it on my phone because of poor planning on my end. This won't be a, a, a typical audio. Um, but t- today's episode is with Kevin Tinkin. Uh, follow him at Kevin Tinkin on all social media. Uh, it's another good episode. We, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, re- you know, Retaining relationships and friendships uh, after after leaving, and it was a perspective I have not really talked about yet, which was uh, which was nice. Um, it's uh, uh, oh, follow me at Gosga Six and follow the podcast at Leaving Tribe Pod. Um, also, a quick shout out to Full Ninety Design who gave me the cover art for the show. Uh, so. Go ahead, and uh, if you're looking for graphic design, hit them up uh, for uh, help. You can email them at full90design at gmail.com. But uh, I'm gonna keep it brief because I, I don't I don't want to uh, keep talking with uh, the 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 <laughs> this uh, current audio. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, please. We're on iTunes right now. We're finally up, so rate and subscribe. Uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening. Uh, much appreciated. Um, glad you guys are enjoying the show. A lot of cool feedback so far. But uh, enjoy today's show with Kevin Tinkin. Already, already, the 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 skipping uh, the skipping lingo is uh, is 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 seeping in. Dude, we can we can get all kinds of sound effects. <laughs>
Uh, Kevin Tinker, man, fucking thank you so much for doing, absolutely doing the, doing the show, dude. You're uh, you're one of the kindest people who's also incredibly funny. Usually it's one or yeah. the other, and you're one of the few people that I, I put you in. Uh, there, there's a few others, but you're one of the people I put absolutely in both categories. I, I say, appreciate it. I say kind, not nice, because you can fake nice, but you're ge- you're genuinely kind, if I, that makes sense. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah why not? <laughs> you know, that's you know why not? I I figure it's pretty easy to be nice. Yeah, you know? and I I don't know. I don't want anybody to uh, dislike me. It's not necessarily like a, a I don't know what it. I, I've always uh, been kind of a people pleaser. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It makes it just it's my nature to kind of just chill and whatnot. But yeah, when did, when did we first? I'm trying to remember when did we first meet? Because I feel like you're one of those dudes that I've always known in comedy, but I know that's also not a hundred percent true. Did did you ever come to the house in Fresno? To your house? Yeah. No. I uh maybe it was just McSpadden came over and uh, yeah, I had too much weed. And <laughs> was like w- with his head between his legs, essentially just like not doing so good. Uh, but I thought maybe you'd come down there, but I know, I know I had, uh, I had met up with you guys at anchor bar before. Is that okay? Um, <clears throat> and then also, uh, what was that, that library mic or that it was like kind of a the, the record the, store in Long Beach. Yeah. 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 The library in Long. Yeah. The, the coffee shop shop slash bookstore. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I remember, I remember seeing you guys there and doing a set there and. Uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, uh, doing a set in uh, Evan's room, Evan's like apartment, right? Back in the day, I'm not sure if you were there. Oh for that, yeah, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was you fun. were. Yeah, you were there for that. That was a good time. That was. Yeah, that was. A, that was what? F- three, four years Maybe ago. F- yeah, four years four in years September, ago. I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, me, yeah, immediately I was like, this dude's fucking funny. And at first I didn't trust you because you were, you, were, you were nice. <laughs> oh, dude, that's... Uh, Is that a lot of people? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of damaged comedy people that are just like... I, I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's a trip because so many people are just so uh, defensive and, like, they got their walls up and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I mean, even now, like, some of my close friends... Like Brian Vokey, I'll just be like, "Hey, good stuff," yeah, and he'll just be like, "Okay, <laughs> come on," and I'm just like, "What? What? I enjoyed it." Yeah, yeah like I don't know. It's uh, do you want me to lie to you and say I hey, I didn't like that? Yeah, I mean, I've been cornered in in bars with people going, "Tell me who you hate, <laughs> tell me who you hate," and I'm going, "I don't. I'm fine." And like, oh, you're such a little bitch. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm going to leave uh, now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really weird. People are people are odd. Yeah, but you're you're not you're not. Well, it's and it's, you're 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 kind of like a you're an exception in comedy because you're so nice. Yeah. And yeah. so many of us are. I mean, I literally my other podcast is called Mean Boys. Yeah. Which, like it's. Yeah, you got and you guys you guys lean into it. You know, we they, do sometimes. Yeah. They think the roast battle and stuff like there's so many aspects like I've also I've also noticed that like people are so different in a group versus one on one. Right. Like one on one, I'll have real conversations with people. I remember I was hanging out with Matt Lockwood and we were in a car and we were getting deep and you know we're talking about relationships and you know being alone and being lonely and in Los right. Angeles and 
And uh, I see him the next day, and I'm just like, uh, hey, what's up? And he's like, <laughs> he like, just like scoffed at me. And I just were like, what? What the heck? And yeah. he's like, uh, something about fucking my kids or something. And I would just remember just being just like, what? What the hell? What happened, man? He's like, stop, I'm just, stop being a pussy, man. I'm just fucking. And like, I'm just like, all right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's very odd because there's like no, I, my real people relationships has dwindled so right. much. Right. Which and it kind of, I feel like it kind of has to do yeah. doing comedy, especially doing comedy in Los Angeles. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it has to, but it's, uh, it definitely has happened. It's hard. It's hard not to. I should yeah. say it has to. Like that should yeah. not be the goal. It's incredibly difficult to manage both comedy, the relationships within comedy, and then outside. It's two. Yeah. It's, it's like living in two different dimensions, right. and the other people can't really see the. Di- you, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, it's like in when you're in regular circles or you have a job or whatever. Uh, it's like you can be the funny guy or you can be right. the, the the weird guy or the guy that says inappropriate stuff. Sure. When you're in a group of comedians, it's like they're just going to do that for you. So yeah. a lot of times, like, they'll be in the riff circle or whatever and people just be, you know, riff central or whatever. And I'm I'm just going, so how's your day? Like, how are you doing? How's how's your family? Are you okay? Uh-huh. And then uh, people be like, "What? Like, look at me! Just like, <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, Let's knock it off." Is this is this information for roast battle? I mean, that's yeah. that's how that's yeah, how yeah. toxic. What I was doing that's one of the reasons that I stopped doing roast battle is just like I can't talk about my life because I'm not ready to be made fun of for some of the these yeah. fucking things. Well, that's I I started doing a bit about it where uh, my I, I say my wife wanted to meet my my friends, you know, my comedy friends. Uh huh. And. Uh, Comedy people are, you know, they a lot of times you've heard it all. So instead of like saying a joke joke, like it's so far removed that now it's just is completely shocking. Right. Like people say like 9-11 was great. Yeah. I loved it. it was yeah. The best ever. Right. And then I'm going, well, what the I hell? I jerked off to it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, geez, really? That, that, oh, man. And they're like, you're such a nerd. Like, you're such a loser. <laughs> and I'm like, OK. So then I told my wife, I go, at some point they are going to tell you that they uh, want to fuck our kids and you gotta be, you gotta be cool with it. Okay. Like, don't be a nerd about it. You know, there, you know, and it's, that's really like the dynamic that I live with Yeah, well, you're, out here. You're, 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 you're an adult. You have your dad, you have a wife and kids that you love. And the, the kids are, there's, yeah. I, I, I think, I think I've, I've met, I've seen a ton of pictures of oh, yeah. them. There's these, these adorable kids yeah. and they're always cuddling up against. They're great. And then you got to show, I, I just, that just occurred to me now is I'm probably one of the f- few comedians who hasn't gone, I'm, I'm going to fly. Yeah. Well, I mean, or though I, I can't remember, like the first question that I've gotten asked more than three times, I know for sure is uh, like, I have a son or whatever. Is he gay? I'm like, is he he's, like six? Well, he's nine or he's ten now. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah, it's just like, is he gay? And I'm like, what? How about what is his name? Like, or what's he like? What's he into? His name is gay now. Yeah, right? is he? Uh, so it's just I, I'm always on a, a hunt for like uh, genuine, you know, relationships with people, and right? Like genuine conversations and stuff. And I think there's like a fine line. And honestly, those are the funniest moments for me. Is when you're having a conversation and somebody goes, hey, you know, my mom died or this is going crazy or whatnot. And then somebody, right. 
you know, it, it comes out of nowhere. You, 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 you farting in church or, you know, or whatever, like, yeah, it's, like it's, it's those moments, it's the juxtaposition from a regular conversation to, right. you know, craziness, uh, to where, oh man, just so many times it'll just be, you know, nine eleven four twenty sixty nine Yeah. You know, just all day, every day. I, I call those, I call that, that, that genre of. Uh, comedy uh, AIDS rape cunt baby comics where yeah. they just have to they're just like all right if I can if I don't say a trigger word and right. also very clearly if you see any of my stand up I don't I don't care if you say trigger words but it's like have a purpose for it right. you got it like you know uh, just be blatantly being shocking for shock's sake is like I'm not saying it that like yeah you do have to be talented to be able to get away with it right it's funny sometimes yeah I no mean. absolutely there's some comics that fit that you know but it's just like like do you have a like okay you said it yeah 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 now like like <laughs> where do we go from here you it's, know it's funny i don't necessarily i don't have a problem with this at all but it is funny too because you'll get certain comics that have a formula and yeah. like uh ben it's just like anything uh with 9-11 and ben avery <laughs> Like nine eleven and sixty nine four twenty, uh, you know, AIDS. I'm gay, uh, and it's all like kind of, Keith. Uh, Keith seems to be like uh, he'll like mix in metaphors constantly with yeah. like nerd trivia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, and you know that's like you know the lampshade on the fourth Lord of the Rings when <laughs> Gilgamore f- did a butt rape on the fucking cop. <laughs> And it's just like, you know, you're going, okay. So like everybody has this like certain formula for their like riffs or whatever. So right. when I'm hanging out with, you know, with you guys, with the meme boys or whatever, there's like, there's a certain style that I'll, I have to like fall into like, oh, okay. They they talk about this a lot and they got to go with this and this is an inside joke or whatever. Yeah. You, you know, what's, you know, what's funny. You just, you said, uh, 69 420 so many times <laughs> due to a game we did on mean boys someone picked up the twitter handle hitler 69 420 dude perfect yeah yeah that's great <laughs> and he tweets at us sometimes or she actually don't hitler could be a girl you, you never know. know you never Diversity, know Diversity. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah you're well you're well you grew up in fresno right yeah fresno yeah which central is where valley. we've talked about this that's where my my whole dad's side of the family yeah central valley I was born in to Larry County, Visalia. To Larry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone, you know, whatever I tell, like, the, you know, the craft factory? Oh, yeah. That's where my mom worked when uh, oh, she, really? she had me. Yeah, she worked at that craft factory. Oh, that's great. There's a craft factory right off the freeway, off the uh, the 99. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They and used to have a hostess factory there, too. Oh, really? Uh, it was uh, that, like... Uh, maybe it wasn't a factory. It was like, uh, like the main a receiving yard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, my dad had an office uh, in the same area. And so we used to go over there and they just have Twinkies and Ding Dongs and all the, you know, all the just all the different Ho-Ho products and uh-huh. stuff. And then uh, they went under like they went under and it was all gone. Did, and, and then somebody products. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. They taste so good. <laughs> I don't think they even taste. Oh, uh, I disagree. I, especially the ding dongs when they used to be wrapped in tinfoil. Like, those oh. are the those are the puck ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. Like the first bite is delicious. Uh, and then I think every bite past the first bite. Oh, uh, I don't know where this is. I can from. I can feel <laughs> the saturated fat just metabolizing to hatred. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't I can't. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. It's like uh, it's it's bad. 
Yeah, no, abso- absolutely. It's a very, it's a, it's a very, whenever people talk about how, like, you know, woke California is, I'm always like, have you been to the Central Valley? Have you driven through Bakers? Have you oh, been yeah. anywhere besides San Francisco and it's Los so, Angeles? What's so ironic about that is is the Central Valley, Fresno uh, in, in particular, and you can look this up, is the most diverse place to live in the entire world. There's the Really? Yes. It, it has the most uh, diverse population of people in numbers and living in the same neighborhoods. So like out here in LA and you know even San it's, Francisco it's segregated. It's, it's segregated and they're all talking about how white people are bad and we got to make sure we look out for the minorities and the mis I go look around you got no fucking friends yeah. that are <laughs> like you know that Yeah. It's uh it's funny man cuz I all my material when I was not all my material but a lot of my material when I was in Fresno the guys I wrote with you know we'd sit on a couch and I'd be the only white guy in there. Right. And I would say oh I got this joke I want to do it's this and but it's like, yeah, well, and then he, uh, and then, and then my buddy Kenny would be like, spit it out, like stop, <laughs> just say it. What, yeah. what? And then I'd say, they go, that's funny, you should right, do that. Right. And I go, oh, I thought it might be offensive to black people, and it's like, I do, I'm black, I yeah. don't have a problem with it. Right. And then I come to L.A. and all the, I get educated by you know the the East Siders or whatever, just uh-huh. like you can't say that. You know, they just won't you know won't laugh with some stuff and. Uh, they'll laugh at other things, and uh, but yeah, it's uh, I I I love Fresno. I I uh, I miss it. You know? I don't think I've ever heard that sentence before. I love it, man. Well, I mean, you got to think <laughs> about it like this. Like uh, it doesn't. I mean, this for me, and this is probably part and parcel to like you saying I'm a nice guy or whatever, and the personality of me is. It doesn't matter where you are if you don't like the people you're with. Right. And I I love the people in Fresno. Like, there was a lot of just, I don't know. You I were just, born there, right? I was born there, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of good people, a lot of uh, just my closest friends, a lot of kind people. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's probably all mixed up with the church stuff, you know, too. Yeah. Well, it's a very, it's a very, very religious oh, yeah. area. That's one thing is everywhere I lived as a kid, it was very, it was very churchy around me. I, I was, you know, Buddhist, so I never went to church. But everywhere, every, I'm trying to think of, you know, uh, you know, I lived in San Diego, very surrounded by churches down yeah. there. Like, it's a very, re- for a major city, one of the more religious major cities, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, um, Vegas. Really? If you live there, they, it's all AA and, you know, like Jesus. <laughs> like, you can't be like a Vegas, per- you know, but Orange County is super, you know, uh, super, super yeah. religious. Lots of, lots of religion, lots of churches yeah. in Orange County. And you were, you were born, um, what was the, what was the sect? I mean, it, we were, uh, registered Baptist, uh, uh-huh. at the, the church that I went to, but I never, we, I mean, all the things, all the stereotypical things that you would think about a Baptist other than, you know, the way you get baptized, which would be right. full submersion. You know, they put you underwater. Right. And uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, but I didn't, it was more, it always was kind of like, uh, this is what the Bible says. So, you know, what does that mean for us today? Sure. A lot of the time. And I think that's one of the reasons that I was able to not be so turned off by it for so long. Right. Uh, was that it didn't, it was never crazy. You right. Know. It was it was the what what how can we interpret it for yeah today's today's time. And what it like uh, just just out of curiosity Baptist I I I looked this up the big difference between Baptist 
and the other sects of Christianity, tell me if I'm wrong, is that you're supposed to, they believe that you should be baptized as an adult as opposed to. Yeah. As a kid. Is that the, is that the main. So the, the big <clears throat> tenants are the Trinity. So right. if you believe, you know, God, uh, uh, G, uh, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know, three in one. Uh-huh. You know, they're all the same thing, but they're all separate. Um, uh, that, you know, God, Jesus died. He was fully God. He died. Um, and then baptism being um, a means of salvation, meaning uh, if you're baptized, do you go to heaven? Or, you know, is like, is, is your determination on whether or not you go to heaven have anything to do with baptism? And right. the church that I went to was no, it was that not at all. Oh, God. Um, that it was just a, more of a, a way to publicly declare your your statement. You know, your, your yeah, your, you're trying. Yeah, your affiliation. Right. Um, that you know you're you're committing your life to Christ and, and in front of everybody, and you say you know, essentially you tell your story, and uh, then they baptize you. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, they, which I think biblically makes sense. You know the sure because I I mean I studied the Bible for a long time and and whatnot. And How old were you when you started the started studying the Bible? Um, uh, like actually, really, like actually studying, probably not till college. Not till college, but were you? Yeah. Were you? Like, did you go to church and were taught it as a kid? Oh yeah, kind of- yeah. I mean, I I prayed to Jesus for Jesus to come and live in my heart. You know, uh-huh. when I was three-ish. You were three when you oh, started. Yeah. Oh, I was ready to make a lifelong decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, and I would pray that prayer a lot because I would feel like it didn't work. Uh-huh. You know, so I would constantly be like, you know, come, you know, live, you know, be, uh, save me from my sins. I want you to live in my, in, be in my life, you know, walk with me. Uh, one of the things they would talk about is y- you have to die to yourself every day so that you can live as Christ. So uh-huh. wait, wait, you have to die as yourself every day. Die to yourself. Die so to, what does that? What, I don't know. Essentially, what that means, what that means is like uh, that you would. Uh, so Tom, uh, somebody pushes Tom. Tom, mm-hmm. what Tom wants to do is knock him out. Uh, mm. or, well, I don't mean, not you specifically. No, I'll knock him out. I don't give it. <laughs> but you have yeah. to die to that desire. You have to, that has to no longer live in you because Christ lives in you. Your human instincts. Yeah, pretty uh-huh. much. Yeah. So you, I mean, I want to, you know, I wanted to fuck everything that moved. Right. And, uh, I had to die to that and be like, oh no, I don't, I, 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 I abstain from sexual immorality. Right. So I'm saving myself for marriage, which I actually did. Um, which I still can't believe. Yeah, um, you've been, you've been with in you've only had one marriage, so that's only one marriage. We've been together since 1999. That's so. that's 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 good for you. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it'll be that's that's so rare in this in this yeah. time. You know, um, that's it's quite a quite an accomplishment. I I, I have not pulled off the same feat. <laughs> you got uh, you got to find somebody. I don't know. I I was always real chill. Right. She was always real chill. Oh, I set a lot of ground rules, you know, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, we need, we didn't have our own lives. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to be an eighties love song where you can't breathe without me and vice versa. And, um, this is what I expect. Right. You know, kind of, uh, this is what I want out of a relationship or you, does, does that work for you? And, and, yeah. it, and it did. And, uh, 
Yeah, I can't. I can't believe it'll be twenty years uh, together. Did you guys meet through the church? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw okay. her in the chapel. She, I thought she was a little older. She turns out she's like uh, less than a month older than me. Uh huh. Um, and uh, she's just beautiful. She's just yeah. a knockout. And um, my buddy Nick had a crush on her too, and and he told me that he liked her, and I didn't tell anybody that I liked her, and. Uh, he ended up taking her out on a date, and on the date, she mentioned that she liked me. Oh, um, wow. And uh, he he called me up and was just like, and we've talked about this since. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's like, you know, uh, if this wasn't in the church, this is the kind of thing that a guy would get his ass kicked over. <laughs> and I just remember, just going, ah, well, I'm sorry, man. You know, I didn't, didn't mean to, you know, do any, didn't mean to cause any harm. Right, you know, I just right. like her. Um, but yeah, and we, we dated, we were together for five years before we, we got married and, and, uh, I didn't touch her. You know, I kissed her on the mouth. We, you know, we would make out the first couple of months, but after that it was pretty much just little pecks. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's a trip. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew this, but it's, it still blows my, it blows my mind every time you tell me, cause I just I think you're the only person yeah. That I I know except for actually my, maybe my half brother who also oh yeah grew up in Fresno yeah he knew my sister in law since middle school uh, and then they started dating in high school and they they're married with three kids yeah you know? that's awesome uh, but yeah I it, mean the, dude there was a long time where I would just like fantasize about like not fantasize like I'm sitting in my room with my eyes closed or whatever but I, there was a thing where I was just like fuck. I screwed up. I really blew it. I, I I could be out there boning 24-7. You know, I could... I missed out. I Oh, man, I probably could have had sex with that girl and that girl and that girl. And, and it's all gone now. I never... Never again. But at this point, I'm so happy. I'm so yeah. happy with my decision. And it, I don't think... I don't think you're missing out on much. No, that's what everybody tells me. Yeah. It's like... And I think about it, you know, the the crux of it is like jacking off. You know, you come and that's it. Right. It's done. It's not like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're 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 not you're not. Uh, you, trust me, you're not missing out on much. <laughs> but and she's great. I mean, she's she's amazing. Um, she just texted me today. She misses me, and yeah, and I texted her back just a bunch of compliments and stuff. And right. She's like, you're awesome. And she's with our friend that recently got divorced. So I imagine she's talking about how you know, annoyed she is at the X or whatever. And right. So she just makes me look like a, a superstar, even though I'm sitting at home playing video games. All yeah. day, gone all night doing comedy. But. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, still, it's, uh, it's, it's nice that you can do all those things and still be the superstar. Yeah. yeah. No, and I think that's what makes it work is we both have kind of low expectations for lack of a better word, you know, of, you know, what we expect and we expect each other to be faithful you know, to be there, you know, we uh, expect each other to, you know, be a certain temperament, you know, right. we try not to yell. We don't really get in fights. You know, it happens every once in a while. But, right. Um, yeah, it's pretty chill. My wife is uh, has pretty low expectations for me and that helps. Yeah. So, you know, she doesn't flip out because there's socks somewhere or whatever. Right, right. She'll right. get frustrated, but, you know, she'll just tell it's me. It's not a Sorry. flip out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our neighbors downstairs just fight all the time. They're just screaming. You can hear them. Oh yeah, yeah. kids go outside. The kid, they got four kids. 
And so, <laughs> so they just pile out into the yard yeah. and just kind of s- w- w- look at yeah. look at the door that is yeah. Yep. One day it was raining, and so they were all in their their minivan. <laughs> all the kids Jeez. are in the minivan just playing, and the I can hear them just going at it downstairs, <laughs> yelling at each other. Yeah, that's uh, that's. It's always it's always weird when you can watch their kids watch their parents fight. Yeah, yeah. But I want to so I, I want to get back to the uh, uh, religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you were born Baptist. Um, I guess my my first question is like, what is when you, you, people hear you're Baptist? I'm sure certain people have different perception. Like all of the, especially within Christianity, I realize. Yeah. Everyone has like like negative stereotypes about certain sex. Yep. What what is what is the what is like what do people perceive a Baptist? I mean, usually and what is it actually? Uh I mean Baptist usually people think Southern Baptist, so speaking in tongues and uh-huh. you know, people are praying, they're doing worship and they're did, going shop it a little bit. Did you no, no. no okay. speaking in tongues? Um, snakes. I think that's Pentecostal mostly, is people right. handling snakes and stuff. We did none of that stuff. I mean, we had. I played the drums in the church from the time I was junior high till I was thirty. Uh huh. Um, but it was you know like contemporary rock ish, you know. Sure. And uh, uh, but yeah, Baptists usually. Yeah, I think they usually think you know fire and brimstone is another thing. Like people, pre- uh, you know, preaching hell. A super, lot. super intense kind yeah. of. Yeah. And I never really saw that either. Um, right. I remember asking the pastor, like, "What are we like? What after years, years?" And he's like, "Well, we had to register with something, so we registered Baptist." Uh-huh. And so it was like that's pretty much what it was. Right. But they the church that I settled in the the church that I that me and my wife went to for years and years and years and um it was actually the college group that we went to that turned into its own thing, uh, its own church was uh, they talked about a, an ancient future faith. So essentially saying what like, does that mean? <laughs> yeah. They uh, essentially meaning they wanted to look at how the church is represented in the Bible. Like, how do they talk about like in Romans? It was a letter to the Romans. Right. So what was that church like? What was church like in those early days? Uh And so the idea was to try to essentially have the same principles that they had in those early days of a church, you know, Uh live in community, you know, be with be, you know, in each other's lives. Right. Um, read the Bible, you know, pray with one another. When you say in each other's lives, was it kind of a deal where people were constantly calling each other up and kind of in each other's business? Or what, did, what, is that, what does uh, that mean? Kind of. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was, uh, we, I mean, I was involved in accountability groups from the time I was in what? <laughs> in uh, freshman year of high school. So accountability groups was essentially just like a group of, for me, it was a group of men that would get together you know, guys my same age and then a leader who was uh-huh. usually a little older and it would be holding each other accountable for whatever we were wanting to do. So if we all wanted to read our Bibles every day and we all wanted to make sure we were praying every day, we would just ask one another once a week, hey, did you read your Bible every day? Did you pray every day? Uh-huh. Did you do anything that if the Lord were to see you doing it, you'd be ashamed? Uh-huh. Um, and have you lied to me about any of these things? Those are the four questions. And um, oh, it was the same for like it was there was yeah. like a manual. There mm-hmm. was a checklist. Yeah, pretty much. OK. And then uh, we would go around. We have uh, any praises, any things you want to anything we're thankful for. 
and then anything that uh, any prayer requests and those were the kind of the things that we would go around and say yeah i know my mom's you know struggling or my dad's you know lost his job or whatever um and then uh speak of the devil my wife's calling me right now um uh i'm letting him go to voicemail do do if no you no, no. Pause it or it's, okay. no it's fine yeah, yeah. Um, she, she can text me, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I mean, they're essentially, and a lot of those guys I'm, I was, I'm still friends with, right. You know? Uh, so it's, it's been one of those things where it wasn't, it wasn't crazy. Uh huh. So yeah. So it was a pretty level headed, yeah. Uh, level headed church. Was I mean, there was no jacking off, you know, that was hard. Yeah. That, that, was, that seems like a weird, requ- <laughs> weird request because did they, what 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 was the what was the first time you remembered actually going? I don't I don't know if I I can do that or I don't know if I agree with that. Was it as a kid or as an adult? I mean, it was definitely as an adult. Uh huh. Puberty a, didn't do it. No, puberty didn't really do it because it was always set up as like this is this is what it is. Right. Like it's not. Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's what it is. You know, it's a. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a bummer that God, right? Know, that God, you know, does that or is that way? They didn't really give you an alternative to think of it any other way. No, and nobody was really like hard lined about it. You know, if we screwed up or whatever, people would essentially, you know, they'd be like, yeah, you know, we're all they were nice about it. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like, hey, we got to work on that, which you know, is great. Not every not every church is, yeah. is like that. I mean, it it does sound like it's uh, one of the it's one of the Chiller churches. If oh, that absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah, I was super chill. Yeah, which makes sense as to how you're so chill now because you were part of it. Yeah. For, you, I mean, you said you were praying for Jesus to enter your heart. Yeah. When you were when you were three, was there was there so besides the jacking off, there wasn't really anything that they were like, hey, this is this is a, a little extreme that you look back on it now. I mean, it's all extreme if you consider like what you want to do. Right. You know, like, so, you know, I, we, we could, if you're 21, if you're not breaking the law, you're fine. Uh-huh. You know, so if you're drinking, that's great. You shouldn't get drunk. Right. Um, if you're smoking, fine. You know, just, uh, it's, it's not good for you. You know, it's dang, it's like smoking cigarettes or sure. whatever. Um, you know, some people, well, your body's a temple or whatever. It's like, but it, ultimately it was just like real level headed about a lot of that stuff. And uh-huh. I mean, for me, I left the church when I was 30 um, or 31, and it was because I start I started doing stand-up. And uh-huh. all, I mean, I put it together enough in my head. There's a plane going over. Uh, um, but I... I wanted to do stand up and all of the great stand ups were would talk about themselves. You know, they would right. what's your opinion? What's your voice? What's your state of mind? Where's your what's your you know, what's your take on this? Right. And for so long I, my stance had always been, Well, what's the Bible say say about it? You know what I mean? Right. And then I would be like striving towards like having that be like who I was so, or whatever. Yeah, hang on. And just to be clear, you didn't you didn't really think you didn't really question any of it or your belief or any of that until you until you were third. There wasn't any. I'm, uh, I mean, I I definitely questioned it 
Right. But it was one of those things. I mean, I'm still kind of in that state of mind now because right. it's like all this, all the conversations of like religion are what's going to happen when we die. Sure. Nobody really knows. Right. So then you have to have faith, you know, so then you go, well, you just, you have to have faith, you know, you put your faith in, you know, in God or whatever. And, uh, I mean, it still could be true. I, who knows? Right. I don't know. I'm not dead. You know, I, uh, uh, and, uh, so I questioned it. I think I questioned it a, a lot, but it was never, I was so engrossed in it. All my friends, like you got to remember. So you got to remember, <laughs> uh, I was going to church, you know, from the time I was a kid, from the time I was a baby, I sure. was going to the same church. Yeah. Um, all my friends were from church. I met them at church. I went to Fresno Christian. Um, my neighbor was Brian Abbott's, you know, still was one of my best friends in a long time. He didn't go to church. Uh-huh. But other than that, it was everybody that I knew was like from church, essentially. Uh, Did you go to a Christian school? Yeah, that? I went to a Christian school from third to through sixth grade. For, so for like those kind of formative years yeah. or whatever. And then junior high, I went to a regular uh-huh. uh, uh, public school. And then high school, I went to a public school. But even then, you were still friends with the kids yeah. in the church. And I was so involved with it. So in junior high, I was, you know, uh, I played drums in the band. Uh, I was in, led a small group, you know. Uh, when we, when I was growing up, and I had, you know, youth pastors tell me this, or, that we made church the cool thing to do because we were the popular kids. Yeah. And we would invite people to come to church and, it was cool, you know, and right. we, we did, you know, we had good music and we had good parties and, uh, you know, there were still the kids that were getting drunk and smoking and, you know, all that stuff. But for the most part, I mean, I don't know if for the most part, but <laughs> the, but people liked us, right. you know, we, we, we got along with everybody and, and so it was just so much of my life. Was, yeah. It was constant. And, and it was all pleasant too. It yeah. doesn't sound like it sounds, you know, some of the other people I've talked to, it's, there's, there's church and there's some, ni- there's some nice things about it. And then there's also some horrible experiences that they're they're sorting yeah. through and they're kind of justifying it with the it sounds like it was all pleasant for you it was pretty much all awesome like it was there going to you know summer camp was a blast you know church <laughs> summer camp was fun um i got to make movies you know i got to make videos and sketches and, yeah uh when i was into skateboarding the church opened a skate park you right know? and then um I playing music that was in the church band. And yeah, so it's like everything, everything that I did was kind of around the church around this. And then when I got to high school, there were kids that were, you know, having a good time and doing other stuff and, you know, having sex or whatever. And I mean, there was, there was a part of me that was obviously was interested in that, but, it was like kind of I was kind of the leader of the the boys that were like not doing that. Like you we were you a youth pastor? I was never a youth pastor. Uh, I wanted I was gonna be at some point. That's, uh-huh. I thought I would be, um, but I never actually ended did up that. doing it. No, yeah. but I I mean I I uh, led small groups and I you know sure. so I would lead Bible studies and things like that. But yeah, uh, but other than that, no. 
So, but I couldn't, I couldn't go up on stage and be myself and then go to church on Sunday because I felt like if I did that, then I would somehow be misrepresenting church church or jesus or whatever. right so and, i couldn't and this is sorry this is when you're when you're third year or when you're younger when when were you first thinking of doing stand-up uh so i my whole life like i i, I thought about right. it when i was a junior in high school so sophomore junior and senior year i i, I hosted this show called castle capers uh-huh. um, which was a bullard high school talent show my, my my dad went to Bullard High School. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so he probably knows about Castle Cavers. It's an old old I'm tradition. Gonna ask him about it. Yeah. Um, but I hosted the show. I played in two to three different bands, from the house band to just like playing uh, Pink Floyd or whatever with right. some random kids because they needed a drummer. Um. To doing you know skits and sketches or playing Rumpelstiltskin mm-hmm. <laughs> like this stupid stuff, and my junior year of high school I planned a set of stand up. I was gonna do a, a set of stand up, uh-huh. and in rehearsal, I remember them going, "Okay, Kevin, it's the it's the dress rehearsal, so go ahead and do your act." And I go up there and I go, "You know, my mom she drinks a lot of diet cokes and she gets in a pool you know what i'm probably not going to do this i you know i'm not going to do it and i didn't and so then they're like okay moving on so then i I just hosted the whole show and that i mean that's was it just that you felt self-conscious or you felt felt self-conscious yeah yeah and then when i when i got a little bit older in my late 20s uh i wanted to do a podcast so me and my buddies did a podcast podcast called nantucket avenue which is the house the street of the house that i owned in fresno and uh, we would just tell stories. And so I had always just had stories and things that, oh, dude, remember that time the homeless dude took a dump in your car? Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> tell, tell my buddy about that or whatever. And, and so I did a podcast and, and all that stuff. And then I remember telling my group of friends in the backyard one Friday night. We used to have Friday night man nights where it was just dudes, no wives. Um, just come over and drink and smoke. You know, right. Just sit in the backyard and have a good time. And uh, one of my, I just like, oh, I'd love to do stand up. There's just nowhere to do it in Fresno. And my buddy Mike gets on his phone. He goes, It's literally two blocks away. They do stand up <laughs> four nights a week at Ty Palms. I don't know. Right. If, if you I, remember I remember Ty Palms. I never performed there, but I've heard of it. I've heard many stories of Ty Palms. It was pretty wild. Yeah. And uh, so three weeks later, I was on stage. And yeah. And I never looked back ever since. Right. It, it was kind of a click. It was like, okay. Th- this, this is why I wanted to be on stage. Right. This is, you know, because I used to have dreams about being on stage. I used yeah. to have dreams about standing on a picnic table at school and, and making people laugh. And I just never did it. And that know. this, so the first time you were, you were 30 when th- this yeah. happened. Yeah. And then you go, okay, but this doesn't really fit into. It's not going to jive with church. Yeah. No, because I was, at that time, I was. 10 years into the well community church, mm-hmm. which is the church that I, that I was a formative member of, or we started it together. Wait, you started a church pretty much. 
Yeah. Um, I was one of the first. So I the I went to Northwest. <laughs> How did you skip over that fast? <laughs> you, you, I mean, you, I, you helped found the church. Okay. Yeah. The, so the uh, when I, I grew up going to Northwest Church. Right. When I graduated from high school uh, to college, we got a new college pastor, Brad Bell. Uh huh. And again. I we made it cool. We made it right. popular. People wanted to come. People sure. liked us, and um, you know we had a good band, and you know we we took our time with the way things sounded. And um, one of the themes that Brad always used to say was, "We're going to be available to you as you're comfortable with. We're not going to shove this down your throat." Um, and the church started getting more popular. And so people that weren't in college wanted to come and people that were, you know, older and people that were younger. And so after a while, I was like, this isn't a college group anymore. Right. So then they essentially went to the head pastor of Northwest and was like, what do we do here? Um, and he's like, well, we'll just basically do a church within a church. So then that's, and that's kind of the time when I started, you know, meeting my wife and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then after a while it got really big. Uh, and then we we broke off and, and did our own thing. And I was pretty tight with the pastor, and we were really close. And then as it got bigger, you know, it just it's more and more separation. Right. Um, and I have always been, I was never okay to be put in front of people talking because I would always say something that was a little off. Uh, uh, you were the you were the edgy guy. In yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm too liberal for church, too conservative for everywhere else. Sure. Um, and I've always been like that. And it's, you know, I'm a really nice guy, and I, I, nothing, not doing anything wrong, but I might say something that you, you know, go, right. well, Kevin, you can't tell the kids to smoke crack because they don't have a lot of energy. <laughs> You go, well, I'm just joking around. Well, I understand that. But, you know, smoking crack, you shouldn't say that. You know? Right. I'm like, okay. Uh, we shouldn't talk about homeless people, you know. And I, Well, a guy took a dump in my truck. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, that sounds like pride. And I'm, well, okay. Sure. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not proud the man took a dump in my truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There. Yeah. So it was always stuff like that. Like junior high and high school, we would go tray surfing. We'd steal trays from Taco Bell and we'd grab the side of the truck and we'd surf on the, the, the trays. Right. Um, so it's like kind of bad. But it's not like bad. It's not traditionally bad. Right. You were you know? slightly mischievous. Yeah, we were we were mischievous. You know, I used to tie we used to get a fishing line and tie uh, uh, cans on either side of the fishing line and then hide behind the bushes on either side of the street. Uh-huh. And then we'd lower it so that the cars would go over it. And then when the car <laughs> so then we'd pull it up and it would catch on the on the antenna. Uh-huh. And then the cans would go flying out. And then they, you know, behind the guys would get out of their car because they think something's wrong with their car. And then we'd just be laughing in the bush, <laughs> right. you know, so just like stupid stuff like that. All these, all these are similar to the things that my dad, my dad told me he'd do. Yeah, as a kid, he'd he'd they'd put ketchup on their chest, they'd lie <laughs> in the middle of the street, acting like they were dead, and people would freak out and yeah. stop, and then they just run away. Yeah. And I used to poop off a lot of things. <laughs> I, 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 like that was like my thing. Yeah. Uh, um, I remember all my buddies, we went camping one time, 
probably like sophomore year of high school. There's this big, beautiful waterfall, and there's this nice pool at the bottom of the waterfall. And we're all having a good time. And I, you know, I used to I used to uh, get naked pretty frequently just because I thought it was funny. Right. And uh, so uh, I I take my swimsuit off, you know, while I'm underwater. I get out of the pool and I'm like, guys, look at this yeah, beautiful, beautiful countryside. And everybody looks over. Gosh, Kevin. So then I I hike up, <laughs> I hike up to the top of the waterfall, buck naked, and I get to the top of the waterfall and uh, and I just shit <laughs> down the waterfall, and um, all my just watching my buddies scramble to get out of the pool, out of the the, the pond of water as my so shits just gross. it's disgusting. But that was the kind of stuff <laughs> that I used to do. Like that's where it's like, right. is this? And I'm and I remember people, you know, be trying to like trying to be a good Christian and then being like, is this Christ like? Like, is this right. is this? And but it's uh, going well. You weren't uh, hurting anybody. No. Yeah. And that was kind of me. I, I remember <laughs> I used to pee in a bucket on the side of the house. Uh-huh. And we were going to fill the bucket with piss and then we were going to drop it on uh this our Dwayne Hunsucker, who is our neighbor <laughs> across the way, who was just a real creep, he used uh-huh. to uh, brag about having sex with his cousin and banging his mattress. He put a hole in his mattress. What the wait, 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 he, he's fucking his cousin? Yeah, he was a few years older. He He's the first person that introduced <laughs> oh, me to well, porn. If he's a few years older. Yeah, well, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's the young kids, and then there's the one kid that's a little older. Yeah, and he. Everyone his age knows he's a fucking weirdo. Like yeah. Sitting there, well, he's a little older. Maybe he knows something. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's, he introduced me to porn. They, he put like a, a treasure chest of pornography and like this in the juniper bushes around the corner from my buddy's place. Um, but uh, so I was always kind of a goofball. Uh, I'm at church. The church gets real big. I'm doing a lot of these videos. They decide they want to have a video team. So then I'm like, I become quickly become the, for, I don't know, I want to blow out a proportion, but I'm kind of like the face of this church uh, uh-huh. that's got like nine campuses and, uh, you know, they're into the, the five digits of numbers, you know, uh, attendance regularly. And I'm doing these videos and I'm doing like this news segment every week where I. Wait, there was like tens of thousands of people who were going to this Yeah, church. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, it was probably. Yeah, I mean, there it was pretty crazy. Okay. Um, and so then when I started doing stand up, I I couldn't, I couldn't be like, hey, come watch me talk about, right? You know, because you weren't just you weren't just going to the church. You were kind of you were the you were people knew your yes you were your face. Everybody knew me said at the church. The name of your church. Yes, moving to Los Angeles was a huge reprieve for me because in Fresno. Every time, I mean, I worked at the at the at T-Mobile, and then I worked at the Apple Store. When I worked at the Apple Store, tons of foot traffic every day. Three or four people be like, "Hey, it's a church guy. It's a guy from church." Yeah. So then I start doing stand up, and I want to go up there and say shit or whatever, you know, and talk. And, and that wouldn't saying 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 like, do you mean say shit like in general? S- saying the, the word, word shit. shit. Yeah, saying the word shit. Would have gotten you in trouble with the church. I don't know if it would have gotten me in. I mean, it probably would have eventually. Right. But so I stepped down from the worship team. I was like, I'm not going to play drums in the worship team anymore. How did how did were were they cool with it or were they confused or or? Uh, I told because I told the 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 pastor that I was stepping down, um, and he was just like, Well, I just want to make sure you 
you're coming back. And I'm like, oh, I'll be back. I just want to take a little break. Coming back to the, the church, the, 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 the church to playing the, the drums. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a re- I'm I'm a good drum. So I'm a really good right. Drummer, he so. wants he wanted, but you did, they didn't know that you were your plan was to slowly exit. Yeah, and well, it wasn't my plan. It, I, okay. I, I there was a time where I was hoping that I could still be a Christian and do comedy, but I didn't want to be a Christian comedian. I just wanted to be a comedian who happened to be a Christian. Right. And then the longer that I was away from it, I was just like, I can't call myself a Christian. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. Just because, I mean, well, from your perspective, like if you were to describe what a Christian is, because from from my perspective, you got to remember, I'm, I have very tainted ideas of what... To me, a Christian is a, a kid, a, a, the kids and parents who picked on me when I was a kid for being. Oh Buddhist. gosh, that's my. That's typically, <laughs> you know, like I have relatives who are Christian. I know good Christians, right? But I, I, I've, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to say I've. Uh, Here's the thing. Yeah, I want to hear from your perspective. What is that like? What does that mean? It's hard because the, what it means is is my perception of what it means, my right. interpretation. Of course. And that's all that's that's all of this. I want yeah. your you, you Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Well I'm I, I'm I say that to, to kind of explain because it's my perception of what a Christian is. And then there's what other people might think it is there and then there's what could be the truth. So I always felt like to be Christ like is to be filled with grace. You know, he's without sin cast the first stone when the prost- mm-hmm. they bring the prostitute out and they go, We're gonna kill her. Mm-hmm. And Jesus goes, hey, 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 whoever, who, who hasn't screwed up? Right. If you're, if you're perfect, go ahead and throw the first stone. Nobody does. Um, uh, Jesus died on the cross for our sins so that we could live forever. So mm-hmm. that's the basis, basic crux of Christianity is that we're all screwed up and that we need a Savior. And Jesus died on, our, on the cross for our sins so that we wouldn't have to deal with the the ramifications of all of our sins. Mm-hmm. And that's a great message. And I right. still like that message. I don't know if it's true, but I think it's a good metaphor sure. for like um, how we should treat people. Yeah. Um, but what I think people think a Christian is, is a guy that doesn't cuss or drink or smoke. Um, and a guy who, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, that's so... And that's kind of on the surface what a lot of people look for in a Christian. They want to go, right. well, this guy, I don't know. He said, fuck. This guy, you, it, it feels like, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, what a lot of people look for in a Christian is someone who acts perfect, even, yes. in, but at the same time says they are not. Right, yeah. But has a kind of face of perfection yeah. when interacting yep. with the public. Yep. Early struggling towards perfection. Sure. And I didn't want to struggle anymore. I didn't want to keep trying to be perfect because I'm I'm not perfect. Right. And perfection is just a relative term to something. Right. Um and nobody's perfect and it's it's not a fun way to live your life in guilt. And I felt a lot of guilt. I would feel right. a lot of guilt all the time and I would feel things I remember for, for being funny or what? Why, what for was, for being funny for uh, for being. I remember th- almost on the verge of tears once, being like, "Nobody's funny in the Bible. Like, there's no <laughs> who's the funny person in the Bible." <laughs> and I had always been a goofball. I've always been silly, yeah. and and I've always been making people laugh. It's always been who I was. Right. And it was like, if God made me like this, 
you know, but I don't see any example of how to do it, you know, in the Bible. And I was all people would say, oh, you should be a lawyer or whatever, because I was always good with words because I would, you know, don't, yeah. they'd go, no, let an unwholesome word come out of your mouth. And I go, have you ever said meatloaf? And what do you mean? You've said the word meatloaf. Is that a wholesome word? And they go, well, now, Kevin, you're just being. And I go, what? we're talking about it, aren't we? And they go, well, you know, Kevin, you know, and so I, I that was always me. And so all those little things, I would just be like, I don't know. And then I would go play drums at the church or right. I would you know, make a video or whatever. It was an outlet for you to do things you liked. Yeah. But th- there was, yeah, at the same time, it started giving you all this, all yeah. this guilt. And it sounds like. And it was mostly just because you were funny and you tried to make yeah. people laugh and yeah. pooped off of waterfalls <laughs> and you know, dude, I, you were goof, you were you were a goofball. Dude, and were there other funny people there or no? Oh God, yeah, uh, yeah, oh absolutely. Everybody was. I mean, most of my friends were funny. You know, right? I didn't. I mean, there was plenty of people that were funny in their own way, but I, I mean, I even as a little kid, I remember. Telling people to not steal my bits. Don't steal. That's so funny. I go, that's mine. That's Don't, so funny. Why are you doing that? Or somebody, is that Jim Carrey? Are you doing Jim Carrey? I go, no, I'm not doing other people's stuff. What are you? What am I, a hack? I'm yeah. four. I know yeah. what I'm doing. Dude, for reals. I've been doing shtick for four years. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I didn't know all the terms and stuff, but I essentially, I remember telling people, Don't, that's mine. I do yeah. that. That's my thing. Yeah. And, uh, or, or, or not that blatant, but more like, oh, you're just trying to do my thing. You know, you're trying to, and I had I lost three friends uh, growing up. Didn't lose them forever, but I definitely it was an issue because they would say that uh, I was. They would say to me, "I used to be the funniest guy, and when you came around, then I was no longer the funny guy. Uh-huh. And you were the funniest guy, and that really made me mad at you. It made <laughs> me bitter. I'd be like, oh, 'Oh, I'm sorry.' You know, I I and I would feel really bad. Right. We're like, we're all funny. We're like, we're just good. We're just having a good time. Right. And uh, yeah, so the, but the guilt was a, a big thing. I remember feeling guilty about things I couldn't find in the Bible as being sinful. And that really bothered me. Just like, why do I feel this way? I'm not supposed to feel this way. And some people would be like, oh, it's the devil. Uh-huh. The devil's making you feel that way. I, go, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, it's a, it's a big pot of emotion. There's a lot of ingredients in, in the complexity of my thoughts. Um, but yeah, I, I just didn't want to keep going. Cause first off, I, <laughs> this always, my wife didn't like this when I told her this, I go, I don't want to go to church cause they got a problem with gay people. And if they don't have a problem with gay people, they're not reading the Bible. So they're not a good church. <laughs> Which is, is, is <laughs> the for the first I was like yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a very keen observation yeah like, yeah and if they they don't that's such a funny follow up is they're either bad they're either homophobic or they're bad Christians either bad people or bad Christians right yeah I mean. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to be a Christian, that's why I always think people go, oh, I'm Muslim. Like, there's a lot of Muslims around. Mm-hmm. And they'll always talk about how they're Muslim because, I don't know, because it's popular and whatever. And I go, uh, do you fuck your girlfriend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, well, why? It's against, you know, the Muslim law. Oh, I got I got to practice Ramadan. Can't eat. Well, are, are you, are you uh, do you curse? Right. Yeah. Well, Why? 
You know, it's so oh, you're full of shit. Right. <laughs> so that I just why did it get rid of the whole thing? Yeah, but you but you feel this you felt the same way. It, well, that's not a Muslim. You feel the same way about Christianity. Absolutely. Where it's like I just I'm not see gonna, it more I, with Muslims now. Just right. Nobody well, says they're a Christian anymore. Yeah, there's in a LA. lot. Of, I mean, in L.A., yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's true. There's a lot of. What's funny is that we only need to go 20 miles south, and uh, there's a lot of. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's it. it I mean, I I guess that's fair. Is like, yeah, if you, you you should, you're an all or nothing guy. I really am. So you 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 don't feel comfortable identifying as something if that's not what if yeah. you're not a hundred percent that thing. Yeah, I can't call myself a Christian because I'm not because I curse and I and I right. smoke weed sometimes and I drink. You know, to right. get drunk sometimes. Can <laughs> <laughs> you believe it? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. It's so I can't call myself a Christian. Um, but and I you try. knew this, you knew this internally and you're leaving the yeah. church and you're telling people I'm taking off. Yeah. And they're, they're like, okay, well you're going to come right back. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my buddies kind of knew that. Like I remember one of my, my buddy Scott kind of was like, you're, you're not coming back. You're probably not going to come back. Were you unhappy? Could they? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, there was a lot of stuff that was happening at the church that was bothering me, you know, there, like, like there would be people that wouldn't be paid and then there would be, everybody had their own secretary, you know, uh -huh. there would always be, so there would be like a guy that was, you know, wrapping cables and he's working, you know, a ton of hours and he's getting paid essentially minimum wage, 20 hours a week. Right. And they go, well, we can't really afford it. You know, I, and, but meanwhile, the you know six or seven pastors all have their own secretaries uh-huh um and that would bother me um there there was just a lot of little things like that where you know i i would have an issue with it and i couldn't really voice my opinion about it um because I, or if i did it would just be kind of like that i was being you know negative or or whatever sure um yeah, there was a lot of that type of stuff where I essentially was. I mean, the 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 biggest thing for me being unhappy is I wanted to figure out who I was. Yeah, and I didn't know who I was outside of the church. Right. Um, that was your full identity. Yeah, I was a hundred percent who I was, and I mean, according to what you would look at, you know, I never felt like. And I was supposed to, you know, I was supposed to feel that way. Like, oh, yeah, I am. That's this is who. I, but I never liked that. I never right. liked that. I, you know, this is wrapped me up in a package and this is who I am. Yeah. And a lot of religions, I won't say all because I think that's un, unfair, but a, a lot of religions, not just church, but all of them, they if they make your identity the religion, then you're less likely to leave because you leave and you feel so fucking lost. Absolutely. You know, yep. and, you know, it, 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 you know, you were talking about you, you were feeling unhappy. You felt like you couldn't articulate it, which that's. Yeah, it's whenever you can't articulate something that's upsetting you. That's a sign that something's kind of, you know, this is me saying it. Now you I think that it's kind of fucked in, in, yeah. in, 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 in some way or another. Yeah. And, you know, you were so you're saying your friends kind of knew. Could they could they see how unhappy you were? Or, or? I wasn't like insane. I mean, I don't. I've been. I've dealt with depression, you know, for sure. a long time. 
but uh, it was never like that. I just didn't. After a while, it was just like, look, I just want to be able to do what I'm going to do and not have a, not have to worry about it if it's going to yeah the stress a, of perception. Yeah, I, I don't want to if 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 I go out and I want to buy a six pack of beer, yeah, I don't want to freak out because I recognize somebody in the store. Right. Um. Uh. If I if I'm I want to go on stage and just tell a story as it happened, in yeah. my own voice. Um. I don't want to feel bad because people think I'm a hypocrite because they see me playing drums on Sunday or they see me on the the projector. Right. Right. Um. So I, I didn't want to be associated anymore. Yeah. I'm just like, look, I'll I'll do I'll do my own thing. I'm fine. Remember, I told my wife, like, I'm not going anymore. I go. The good news is, yeah. How did she react to that? She, uh, she was not super thrilled about it. <laughs> like, but like, she, she's so sorry. The way you said she was not super thrilled. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't. I mean, she wasn't happy with it. She wants me to go to church. Was she born into it too? Not as much. I mean, okay. she was, but she went to like a church that was mostly old people, and they gotcha. were really weird. And right, right. I right. mean, I don't want to speak for her, but absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm just, yeah. But yeah, she wants me to go to church. She she misses you know me going to church and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think she sees the type of person that I am is not really changed. I'm still a kind person. I'm still, you know, right. good to our kids. I'm right. good to her. And, and, uh, but she would like, I think she would just like to go to church with me. Cause that's a thing that we used to do a right. lot, but I just don't like going. I never liked going. I'll say this. I never liked going to church. I only liked going if I was involved in the production of it right. or I was on stage in some way. Going to church, even when I was fully involved, like on weeks that I didn't play the drums, which was right. um, uh, very rare for a long time, and then uh, they had so many different worship teams that it, it started happening more and more. I just hated it. I just didn't want to go because yeah. uh, it would just, I don't know. I just, I felt useless. Like, I'm just right. going to sit here. Entertain me. Yeah. Come on. You do it for me. And right. that I, I, I didn't like that. I wanted to be involved in some way. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time going to comedy shows. Like, I don't, yeah. I like to, if I, I'll go if I have a reason to go. Right. Um, like friends on the show or, yeah 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 um yeah i mean that the, if friends on the show i usually have i have no problem with it or i'm there to support or whatever especially if somebody's doing like a bigger show like hot tub or something sure. like that um i want to go to just like cheer them on and see how they do and you know give them feedback if if they want it but i don't like i don't i don't I don't know. I don't like you like doing shit. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's hard for you to enjoy just just watching something. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I I left. And I still I still keep a core group of friends. Yeah. That are we're still pretty tight. And we got a group text. Was it was it your accountability buddies that were like, you're not coming? But did were they the first ones to know? Or Well, so those guys. So those. So like I said, I was part of Northwest Church and yeah. then the well in college. So when it transitioned, a lot of the guys that I was with in high school, they went away to college. I stayed in Fresno. I went to Fresno State. Mm. Um, 
but they kind of stopped going anyway. And so I was right. involved in this core group of people at the well. And so, um, that accountability group moved on, but I mean, it was mostly like my buddy, Scott, uh, he's probably my best friend. Uh, he, uh, he definitely my, my closest friend, you know, as far as lifetime goes, uh, he, he's, you know, he's had conversations with me because when we met, I mean, I essentially brought him to the church and, and he, you know, became involved in church because of me. Uh-huh. And then when I stopped going, it's like he, he was doing leadership stuff at that point and I stopped going. Yeah. So then it was kind of weird. Then I started smoking weed and, you know, it's like, so these like different things started to happen where it was like, okay, yeah, he's not coming back. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Did I they confront you and be like, what do we got to do to re or do they just kind of let you go? I kind of just let me go. Interesting. Yeah. I, is that what you expected? No. I expected people to flip out. I expected people to talk shit. Yeah. And confront me. Uh, the only person that ever like confronted me about anything was my uh, my nana, and my my papa Don is my basically my grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Um, they. I remember <laughs> Don uh, said he's like, I just don't think you should be out there in these bars. <laughs> Like, cause I thought they didn't like that I was doing stand up. He didn't like that I was going to bars. That's the only thing that he didn't like. It wasn't even the comedy. Part. Wasn't even it the was, comedy. It was a location. Yeah, and then I did a I did a a graduation show for these high school kids, and the lady that was the mom of the graduate, she had a problem with with me because I talked about homeless people, and she said there was a girl that used to be homeless in the audience, and it wasn't right that I should talk about. So then I cracked open the Bible and just started quoting scriptures and stuff to her and made her feel stupid. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, so, but there's, I've always had this idea of what people would do. Yeah. And then they didn't, you know, right. they kind of let it go. I even told my dad, I was like, yeah, I'm smoking pot, you know, whatnot. He's like, well, you know, I'm not worried about you. You know, you always make the right decision. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was often described as the one that they'd, people didn't have to worry about. Right. And that kind of bothered me sometimes because I was like, I want you to worry a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, don't just, I'm, I can't always be the guy that has the right answer. Yeah. You know, I need to, I want to go off the path a little bit. And you were, whatnot. you were, were you a, were you a, a, a quote, good boy growing up? Always. Or, yeah. Yeah. Always. I mean, I would get in trouble. Like my, principal at Fresno Christian told me that I wouldn't amount to anything because the only thing I was good at was acting like I was too or retarded um, <laughs> in front of my buddies. <laughs> Thank God, too, because if she said that in private, I would have assumed that I made it up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she definitely said that to me. So, I mean, like, but it was always that type of stuff. I was just acting like an idiot. Yeah. You know, just being a goofball. Yeah. Um, we got in trouble once because it was a rainy day in fifth or sixth grade. And my buddy James and I, we grabbed the opposite side of a chair and kind of hunched down and quickly shuffled our feet in a circle. And then we'd go in the other direction and then we'd go around Mm -hmm. and knock it off. Stop doing that. Like, why? We're just having fun. Don't go sit over there. So then we go sit over there and then we're looking at each other and we're like making eyes at each other. Hey, knock it off. And they open the cabinet so it's separating the two of us. And then I 
slowly peek my head over the top. And like, oh, that's it. He'd go to the principals. So it was always stuff that was just like what? It was never like a traditional right thing that people would have a problem with me just about. Little little mischief, little it was yeah, goofy mischief. I was a not class clown, mal- goofball. not even malicious mischief. No, it was it was goofy mischief. Yeah, I get in trouble for talking. They'd set me outside, and then I pretend to be walking downstairs right. outside the window. Then they'd yeah. have to send me around the back of the building. <laughs> then I would hit the, you know, I'd accidentally bump into the building, or and then, I mean, I was just trying to get people to laugh. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And that's that's really that's really why you ended up leaving is because you wanted less restraints to do yeah. that. And that's so I, I guess that's my, my next my next question is you you decide at that point. It's still like, OK, I'm deciding to take a break. Yeah. At that point, you didn't know you didn't know you weren't coming back. You go, I'm, I'm right. deciding to take a break. And you mentioned that you don't you didn't really know who you were outside of the church. Yeah. And now you kind of you're you're giving yourself permission, kind of realize what that is. Was that scary or was that was it freeing? Like I don't I don't know what like because you're very you're very free. I mean you say all the time uh, uh, you, you talk about you know free, your freedom rhythm, freedom yeah yeah you know uh, but that in a, in a, emotionally that was the first time you had any freedom yeah. Is when you left, but did you kind of embrace that mindset immediately, or was it you know was did you feel fucked up and lost about it? Um, I think I realized it was more a construct of society and not a construct of church. Uh huh. That no matter where you go, that you're gonna feel some sort of constraint on the expectations of how you're supposed to act. Right. And, you know, out here, out in L.A., there's certain, you know, you don't don't we don't really want to have uh, characters right. on the thing. Nobody does voices on this. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. If it's funny, great. If it's not, it's OK. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't do a ton of impressions or voices or characters on as a stand up, but like. So it's it's all it's all perception, like it's everywhere. So it wasn't just um, church; it was it, it was a construct that I'm constantly having to fight. Everyone's against. constantly putting limits on each other. Yeah, and because of their own what they think is right and wrong, yeah, what they think it should good and bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The I, I mean, there's certain people that won't like have me on their shows or whatever because they associate me with a certain type of thing or whatever. And, and I'm just like, Oh, I'll, I'll crush it. I'll do great. Like yeah. there's, it's not going to be bad ever. Um, but people kind of have me in a certain box or whatever yeah, sometimes. They, and they do that with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I, it was scary uh, in the fact that I was leaving the thing that I kind of knew so well. Right. Um, that was really scary. Um, but, and I, I just didn't want to let anybody down. You know, I didn't want to let my mom down and my dad down and my wife, you know. Right. Um, so, you know, I kind of tiptoed into it, you know, and the, Honestly, smoking weed was like one of those big things. There was this big transition where I was just like, oh, I'm smoking weed now. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've since recently quit, you know, about four months ago. But um, 
but I mean, that was like a big, a big step for me because I'd never done anything. Yeah, the way people like most religious people I've met, the way they talk about weed is how you know more serious than the way I talk about heroin. You know? Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, people flip out sometimes. My my mom's that way. She freaks out, and she's she's Buddhist, but she she freaks out whenever she hears that me or one of my siblings smoked a smoked a yeah a little bit of pie. They're like, oh, it's that's all gonna be. You're gonna be living in the gutter. It's gonna ruin your life. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, and it did, it, it, but it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you're, right. you're yeah, you, you're doing. I mean, it it definitely uh, it it sidetracked me for a little while. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, that, I feel like it's so complicated. I wish there's part of me that wishes like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this happened. And then that just, I completely went off the deep end and it was like, oh, it's crazy. I mean, in one, in one sense, like I kind of did like I, the, the fact that I used to be so involved in church right, and then there was a period of time where I was doing, you know, mushrooms and acid and smoking weed, you know, uh, uh, not constantly, but you know, it was, it was part of like, habitually. Yeah. Like, uh, not like, like I would, you know, like every, you know, once a week or every couple of weeks for a few months, you Mm -hmm. know, and then smoking weed every day. Um, and that's, that's just, I mean, that, that is not something that I would have assumed I would have been doing yeah. before. And how would a younger you have reacted? If you, oh, you're an idiot. Yeah. It would be like, you're stupid. Why are you doing that? Yeah. What a waste of time. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to, you're going to ruin yourself. Do you think it, it was, it was good. You had that phase or do you absolutely. Think, yeah. Why? Um, I, well, because I think, I think it takes judgment away from me a little bit right you know to not be perfect it's also i I mean especially the mushroom stuff was some really amazing experiences and and i'll definitely do mushrooms again you know in the future um but i mean talk about understanding what god is a little bit more you know Mm -hmm. that's that was a huge trip especially the first time that i did it because the first time i did it i was um i wasn't that far outside of the church and I just remember thinking every single Christian should do mushrooms <laughs> because I can, I get it. I yeah. get it now. I totally understand what God is in, in a way more tangible uh, way than I ever had when I was constantly studying, you know, quote unquote, the word of God and right. praying because you just realize everything's alive. You know, everything's alive and everything's dependent on everything else. And and I don't know, it just it it was it was very interesting. You know, the the story of Adam and Eve where they realized they were naked and covered themselves. I remember being on mushrooms going, why do we wear clothes? Yeah. And they go, well, you know, because it's cold. Well, what if it's not just why? And then I go, oh, because of rape and sex. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. Like, you know, like just like. (laughs) Things like that. So, like, um, yeah, I'm glad I went through that that phase. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it just, it gave me a, a better perspective. It, it kind of gave you a reset button. Yeah. On how you how you thought. Yeah, and it also there's something about doing some like you know 
when I did, you know, doing mushrooms and stuff and, and smoking weed and whatnot, and there was part of me that was kind of like, okay, now I'm, I'm tainted a little bit. Yeah. So now I, now, and I'm okay with it. And that was, right. that was a, a good feeling. I can live without judgment. And that's yeah. what's, what's interesting is, is, I mean, comedy is creative. The, the the they've done studies when you do creative things the best way to do it is when you when it's all your frontal lobe all of the yep. non-judgment non when you're the less you're thinking when yep. you're creative stop tripping start double dipping yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no the less the less you think while you're being creative the more you're just yeah doing it the better it tends to turn out and they've done studies on this and so when you're raised, you're when you're when I think when you're raised very religious and you're taught you're supposed to behave a certain way and you're supposed to think a certain way and you're supposed to show yourself to the public a certain way and you're constantly worried about that guilt and that judgment and that whether it be gut from God or other people and then you you it it locks you up yeah creatively yeah absolutely and it, you know it what's what's really funny right now is uh two two out of Two out of the two people who have now talked about being very involved in a church and 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 left. Both of them were like, I had to go do hallucinogens in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. To kind of the re- which I've never done. I've never. I mean, it's I, it's a decision ever you got you to make for yourself. You know, it's hard to give a recommendation for it. Yeah, I probably won't. Uh, the, the hallucinogens are the one kind of like the the brand of drug that I'm like uh, I, I I don't think I will ever touch. Yeah, there's you I mean know. there's there uh, there's definitely some negative things that can happen. You know. Yeah, well, especially with a certain kind of brain. Oh yeah. That I've been uh, gifted with. God bless you. Yeah, where uh, <laughs> this shit can go real bad real quick. Yeah, exactly. You know, Evan, uh, I don't think Evan Cassidy should ever do mushroom, mushrooms. Yeah. Because he. He can't smoke weed without thinking his one of his closest friends is a member of ISIS. Right. Uh, <laughs> I bet I know what friends. <laughs> yeah, he, me. It was me. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> he thought I was an ISIS because his car alarm kept going off, and then he had like this conspiracy in his mind that somebody's putting a bomb under his car. To, you know, it was like this ridiculous thing. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, you should never do mushrooms. Yeah. Ever. Um, it just doesn't make sense. But yeah, it's uh, for me. It was it was a, a good experience. One of one of my buddies hated the outdoors. Did mushrooms immediately. Wanted to go camping like every weekend. Oh, I love I love the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the outdoors too. I uh, I'm a big fan of just getting out outside and away. You know, no phones right. and all that stuff. But but yeah. So for me, like with religion, it's hard because now I got my kids. Yeah. And so my kids ask me questions about God and stuff, you know, and so I got to give them like all sides of it, you know, multiple sides. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. well, the Bible says this science says this. If you just observe with your eye, you'll notice these things. Nobody, nobody really knows. I mean, we can, we can test certain things. Remember they asked if, um, if, if, uh, what was it? Does did Adam and Eve come before or after the dinosaurs? I go, well, fossil records show that man and dinosaurs were never around together. Yeah. Um, and 
it, technically it says that God made animals before he made man. So who knows, you know, right. that, that's the Bible says, um, but you probably want to just dig in the dirt and then you realize, Oh, you see a lot of human bones and you see nothing. And then you see dinosaur bones. Yeah. And like, Oh, okay. And I look at my wife going, is that okay? Did I do right? <laughs> Did I say the right thing? Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I talk a lot. No, it's it's yeah. That's, that's I mean that's what's good for a podcast. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm kind of answering the questions a little. No, bit you too. you 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 are you are yeah. I, I, you know I I mean it's uh it's it. What's interesting is I feel like you you found a way to uh to leave it without disconnecting from all of the people that were close to you that yeah. were also in it, which I guess is kind of like a kind of a foreign concept to me, if yeah. that makes sense. You know, I was raised I was raised very Buddhist, you know, and there are thousands of different sects of of, you know, Buddhist just like Christianity. You could yeah. you know, oh I'm Christian. Well are you Catholic? Are you Baptist? Are you Church of Christ? Are you Mormon? Like that it's such a vague term. And there's even more sects of Buddhism and more differentiate, you know. So it's how like, do you rebel against Buddhism? Buddhism. Buddhism. Uh, Buddhism. <laughs> short shorts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Long shorts. <laughs> I mean, there's so the. I mean, there was meetings. I used to go to meetings all the time. Mm -hmm. There's you. You know, I used to pray twice a day. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't, I don't do. I used, I was a, I was a, a, a unit leader, you know, which yeah. is like the kind of the lowest, you know, was in charge of the, uh, you know, like, uh, probably I think there was like five or six young men. Mm -hmm. I think it ranged from between like four and eight young men, and calling them up and being like, ah, there's a meeting. Yeah, at my house, you know. <laughs> Uh, they were constant, you know, and uh, I, you know, it was, it's a very involved because there's, there's so many, it's so interesting because people, I tell people as Buddhists and they immediately go to their perspective of what that is, which is oftentimes a combination of the Dalai Lama and Iron Fist, you know, which is like, <laughs> so, you know, karate. Yeah. Well, no, I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten all sorts of weird questions, yeah. you know, can um, you levitate? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've had people genuinely ask me that. Yeah, people are so dumb. People are 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 batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and you know, uh, and well, and another thing is so they're they're different. So, so like the the I think the kind of Buddhism that Eastern or uh, that that Western civilization is most like curious about is the the the. Uh, the more introverted because there's there's Mahayana and there's him Himayana and I'm probably already fucking that up but but one one is <laughs> and those are the, kind of like the two big splits kind of like between like in in in, in Christ even in Christianity like like monotheism like if you look at you know if you go back further than the different sects of Christianity there's like the Muslims the Jews the Christians yeah those are the big like they're all from the same camp. Right, right, right. And they, there was a three the the big the big three split split. This is like the big two split kind of like that. What are the big tenants? The differences. I mean, it gets there's so well. I mean, well, the, the between the two and there's it's like kind of a broad. It's more ideal ideology split. But the best way I can explain is one is more 
one is more introverted, one is more extroverted. One believes okay. that you can attain Buddhahood. You have to attain it on your own, and you have to meditate alone by yourself and reflect on yourself and disconnect from yourself and reconnect. Mm. You know, and the other one, which is the one that I was raised in, is more like you have to be a part of society and you have to affect other people positively. And yeah, it's ve- it's much more social and much more extroverted. Interesting. Uh, you know, and then um, it's so weird the things that split a religion. Yeah, and I don't even know. I don't even really know. I'm I'm sure I'm giving some false uh, some false info, like yeah. minute details. I'm fucking up, or maybe I'm fucking. This is what I was told as a kid. You know, I'm sure there's a, some religious studies major going, you're forgetting to fucking bear. And I'm like, yeah, well, I wasn't, I didn't study it out of a book. I practiced it. You right. know what I mean? It's it's like, I'm sure you've had, uh, uh, you know, uh, people be like, oh, what did you eat? Did you eat shrimp? Because the first that I was like, yeah, but that wasn't a part of my, th- the R practice. You right. Know? Even like our Bible, they're different sutras. They're yeah. different Buddhist Bibles. So there are sects of Buddhism that w- they've never heard of of uh, of of the one that I, I I practiced. So it's it's you know, dude the the first church split I because it's nuts like Martin Luther when he split the church from Catholicism. Yeah, it was because he wanted the Bible translated. He wanted the Bible to be in and the they hands thought it of should the people. Be, yeah, and they thought it should be. We, so my sect, the 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 most recent split was the same thing. It's nuts. Yeah. The, the so the, the, and this is this is only in like I think the forties or fifth. No, this was like the sixties or seventies, where the organization I mean now used to be uh, a part of another one, and they thought you could only achieve enlightenment through priests. The yeah. other one, and then uh, one of our dudes was like, no, everyone should be able. To pray, and they should be able to think they can they can attain enlightenment on their own. They don't need yeah. Uh, and that was the big that was a split that happened in like the seventies or eighties. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and they're they're fighting over it. They're fighting. Yeah, there's it's literally it used to be one organization. It's two, like that's and that happened that happened you know thirty forty years ago. Yeah, Did you the, know, there's things I remember in the church where somebody would be like. Uh, uh, this guy, he'd be like, well, you you can't go to heaven unless you get baptized. And the other, right. guy's, the other guy, that's heresy, yeah. you know, or vice versa. They're like, we can't hang out anymore because you think that. Yeah. And it's just like, it's nuts. Or this, we should speak in tongues. We shouldn't speak in tongues. Would people argue in your church whether or not you should speak in tongues? Uh, not in my church. Right. Uh, because, I mean, it was pretty clear. Yeah. No, I mean I shouldn't say it like that it, it, because the stance was. <laughs> well, you don't you don't want to be a, you don't want to offend the people who speak in tongues. No, I don't think they're listening to the show. <laughs> that no, no, no. I it was it was like th- that the church didn't believe that. Right. You know, so if somebody wanted to speak in tongues, we'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You know, where's where's the interpreter? And then we go to the Bible, like, "Look, this is where I why we believe this one," and you're distracting. Or whatever you're distracting from this sermon or whatever, um, but yeah, I mean, people would. It's just insane that over the years, the the centuries that people have killed one another over, yeah, you know, things like oh, you should full submersion versus versus you should sprinkle some water, on yeah, them, or well, you do it as a baby. Well, do it as adult. People kill each other over that stuff. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, 
But yeah, I, they should all just do mushrooms and, you know, <laughs> and just go out into the forest and look at a piece of bark and get blown away. Yeah. Um, well, I, 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 we're, we're going to start wrapping out in just a, just a second, but I wanted to ask you, if you were to talk to yourself, you know, in high school while you're in the middle or, or elementary school or college or when, whenever you're in the thick of it. Yeah. If you were to talk to yourself now, what would you, you know, knowing what you do now, what would you, what would you tell yourself? Uh, I probably what I tell my kids a lot, which is, um, you're, you're a, a unique person. Yeah. You're okay. Um, who you are is just fine. Uh huh. You don't have to be something you're not. Um, I would probably, more specifically to me, it would just be like, look, you're an, you, you're, you're funny. You're, you're kind of an idiot. Like you're a goofball. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Right. You should embrace that. Um, that's a special thing. That's a, that's a good thing about you. Um, and just go, f- go for that. Pursue that. Right. Um, because, I mean, shit, man. I, I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do for the longest time. Yeah. And it was because the idea of trying to pursue entertainment or, you know, it just seems so impractical. Yeah. And it is. It is impractical. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking hellhole. Yeah. But it's like there's there's something about finding your 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 calling or your your passion uh-huh. there's something about finding your function in the world and embracing it yeah um you, you are who you are you know um there i just that's just something that's i think is so special and is kind of i think the the purpose of life is to figure out what you know, where you fit in, you know, what your, what your, what your inclinations are and just do that. And it's okay. You know, some people like carpentry, you know, some people like plumbing or whatever. Right. And it's okay to just do that as opposed to thinking that, oh, I have to wear a suit because if I'm not wearing a suit, people won't respect me. Yeah. Um, or, or whatever that is. Um, man, I don't know. I think I, yeah. Stop worrying about how you come off, and stop worrying about the quality of what you enjoy yeah. and and the enjoyment you put into your work. You got to stop worrying about other people. Yeah, other so people much. don't know what the fuck they're doing either. Yeah, yeah. If they did, they wouldn't be thinking about you. I re- I remember in junior high, Rob Wilcox, who's the junior high pastor, amazing guy. Mm-hmm. I remember I was acting the fool in the junior high. Sunday school class and he said um he got mad at me and like in front of everybody was like look there's a time and a place and this is not that time and what I wish I would have known is there is a time there there's a time and a place where you should be doing this and I wish somebody had kind of pushed me there do it here now yeah because I think that's one of the things that's been so freeing about what I do now when I get on stage is, is I think in my mind, this is the time and this is a place and you can go full bore here. Don't, you don't have to hold anything back. You can just be yourself, you know, a hundred percent. Don't, 
don't worry about the per- perceptions or anything. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably what I would have told myself is just, Hey, look, go find your place, go find the time, you know? Yeah. It's okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm real glad that you, uh, you ended up leaving the church because you're a very fucking funny comedian <laughs> and you're, you're a good friend and I'm, thanks I, I man. Mean, you I'm are glad, too. Glad you made, uh, you made the choices that, 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 uh, that led you here, man. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh thank you for sharing all that. Dude, shit. thanks for having me, man. Yeah, this yeah, is cool. Yeah. It's nice to be able to talk about all this stuff. Yeah, well that's that's the thing is like cuz I I feel weird about all the, you know, that's why I wanted to do the show is like I'm still trying to piece together my own shit. And I think the best way for me to do that is to kind of hear other people's uh experience and kind of what the the conclusions they came to yeah. and how you know, once again, I think the most fascinating thing is that you're still, you know, you didn't you disconnected from the church, but not the people within it that meant a lot to you. And yeah, that, that's, you know, that's something that I'm I'm both. I'm like confused how that you you did that, you know, like because it seems so. Well, it's, I'll tell you, I, th- I the but, way that yeah I do that is is essentially is I realize that I'm that people are just people like they're but yeah. they don't try to to bring you back. like that's that's yeah they're okay with it yeah well i think because i don't know i think it's like i i think i i think people see me doing what i'm doing and they do, it kind of just makes sense. There's a lot of people when I started doing stand up, they're like, finally, yeah, they're like it's. I'm so yeah. glad to see you doing this. Right. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of people kind of waiting for me to do something, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, but I mean, I do really look at people, and if somebody, you know, if somebody were to have an issue, um. And, you know, somebody does bring up judgments or whatever. You got to remember, they're just acting out of what they've been taught. Right. You know, they there's a part of them that thinks this is good. This is, you know, this is the right way to do things or whatever. And they they do have there's some intentions or at least there's some training uh, that goes in the back of it. Um, People are, are 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 complicated. incredibly incredibly complicated and i think one of the problems that i have with comedians uh very frequently is in circles or whatever uh i I don't know i've just heard people talk about jordan peterson a lot he's like this guy just a fucking blah 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 or just what oh he's just like some guy got a degree was like nobody's just something yeah Everybody is as unique and varied and varied as you are. Have you uh, have you heard the have you watched Synecdoche, New York, the Charlie Kaufman film? No. There's a quote on there because it's about a, a man who who builds an entire play, but it's the size of the city of Synecdoche, New York, or Schenectady, wow. New York. It's a surrealist movie, and there's a line in there where he goes, "There's over you know six billion people in the world, and not one of them is an extra. They're all." Yeah. leads in their own story and i always very much i i think it's a i think it's a it's a it's a great quote because it really is it's very easy to get so uh, you know enveloped in your own shit yeah 
and writing people off, you know, but everyone's incredibly complicated. Yeah. We aren't wired to be simple. And I think when, and that's the other thing about religion. I think religion try, tries to wire it simply. Yeah. You don't do these things. You do these things. You go, you go to the non timeout death, you know, that's it's, but it's like, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) No. We have egos. We have uh, perception. We're constantly changing. We have thoughts. We have right. intrusive. We, we have we meet people that that change our perception. We meet people that we didn't know people could have that perception, and we witness things that fucking, you know, uh, traumatize us and enlighten us. And there, and that's the, you can't account for that. No matter how much you go to, you know, a church or a temple or or, or whatever whatever yeah. it is. You can't. I feel like religion is. It's not all bad. I think a lot of people need religion. Yeah. I think a lot of people thrive in religion, but I feel like, especially in modern times, a lot of religion kind of is the replacement for what living a life is. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. And a lot of things are. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fucking live. live a life or you just yeah there's nothing there do stuff do stuff do something do something stupid poop off a waterfall (laughs) yeah 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 it's uh it'll it it'll make you smile yeah but dude (laughs) thank you thank you so much for uh for for doing this um for sure i really appreciate it where uh where where can uh where can people find you uh if you uh i'm on instagram kevin tinkin T I E N K E N, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yeah, Adam. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Ripping and skipping podcast. Ripping and skipping, which I've guessed on multiple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're gonna be a guest on it this afternoon. I am. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, um, I do. Uh, I do a show called the Comedian Cinema Club twice a month, uh, where uh, comedians get together, not improvisers, but comedians get together and get inebriated and uh, reenact your favorite movies. So we're doing uh, The Labyrinth and The Princess Bride. We just did uh, The Little Mermaid. And, man, it's it's a trip how much effort goes into stand-up and how you spend so much time honing a set. And the response you get is is fantastic. And then you get drunk uh, or, you know, you have a couple of beers and you you put on a, a, a black stocking cap and you pretend that you're an eel. And <laughs> it's the funniest thing anybody's ever seen you do. So it's 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 a great, great show. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been selling out and stuff, which has been pretty cool. Yeah, go go out and 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 fucking and watch one. Maybe I should I should go out and watch one at some point. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um yeah, you can find me on uh Twitter and Instagram. At Goss, Goss Six, and also the show now has a Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both, I'm gonna pull it up because weirdly there was there was. You know what? I'll plug in the intro. I'm not gonna make you sit here as I try <laughs> to pull up my fucking. The fuck am I doing? But yeah, Kevin, thank you again. Absolutely, for doing the show, man. No problem. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> as of right now, it's still not on iTunes. It's, oh, okay. It's on Spotify. Approved me in two hours. I've been Hell denied yeah. from iTunes five times now, and they won't tell me why. I've emailed them twice. Really? Yeah, but I'll have this to get is to all the bottom of that. Yeah, this is all later stuff. But yeah, Kevin, thank you again for doing it. Absolutely, man. love you, Tom. Love you too, man.
How'd you, how'd you feel? Felt good. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Feel. 